Cheers. Cheers. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I am super excited to have my Macedonian fellow friends here today on the Staying Alive and Rich podcast um, because they're going to show us how they stay alive and rich with their new DNA distillery, Rakia. Um, I'm super excited to not only showcase this um, beautiful award-winning beverage that's been in our tradition for for centuries and centuries, probably since inception, (laughs) and and these guys have cultivated that tradition um, with the help of their grandparents and and bottled it up and kind of brought a new generation, uh, introduced a new generation of the drink to to everyone and are sharing it with Australians because it's got a tiny bit of a Australiana in it because it's made here from organic ingredients. So they're joining me all the way from Sydney. Please welcome my new guests, Monique and James, um, the founders of DNA Rakia. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having us. Really excited to be here with you. I'm excited to have you here too. I'm excited for so many reasons. A, I'm looking at this rakia going, I really need a sip of that. <laughs> <laughs> and two, I, um, I'm particularly um, proud and excited of your journey um, in, in bringing such a, such a fundamental drink in our culture um, that we've grown up. We shared this prior to the start of this podcast, yeah. how we shared, you know, there's a, there was always a cheeky uncle that had a flask in his pocket at an, yeah. at an event would <laughs> come up to you and say, yeah. do you want to see And now you've created this um, amazing product that not only looks good but has won awards. Yeah. yeah. So that was surprising for us too. Take me on this journey. How did two cousins, two yeah. young cousins, and yeah. you are young because I'm ancient, so <laughs> two young cousins thought, you know what, we're going to. We're going to make rakia. Yeah. But we're going to do it properly. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. we've been around rakia our whole life, um, as any Eastern European has, um, from uh, as long as we can remember, yeah. our grandparents um, sipping on it, it being at every celebration from christening to funeral and everything in between. And um, it, for, for us, it really culminated in starting DNA Um when Monique had yeah. graduated her law degree. So it was the middle of COVID basically and I um, finished my law degree but I had gotten stood down because I was working under a scholarship at a particular oh. law firm and they didn't have capacity to keep me on because yeah, I didn't qualify for JobKeeper. Job oh, okay. um, yeah. So I got stood down and James actually took me out to celebrate after that period of COVID because um, I got admitted as a solicitor and he was like, oh, I'm so excited for you. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do next? And I think he thought that I was going to turn around and say I'm going to be a judge's associate or something to that effect. And I said, oh, I want to make rakia. And he was like, I was what? Yeah. I love it. I want to we make rakia. Yeah, yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah, we were walking down back, George Street. Down George Street and, like, I literally, like, stopped in my tracks and I George was like, Street in Sydney. Yeah, George yeah. Street in Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> just gone and out I was to like, dinner. I was like, what? Do you want to make rakia? Like, we're just talking about, like, you're just, like, you're a solicitor now. And I was thinking some hotshot lawyer thing. And, and I was um, like, no, I want to do something for myself. And I really wanted to create something from scratch. And, you know, being young, I was always tutoring or doing something that was my own. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to create something that was my own. And I had been thinking about it for months, but I had never said it out loud to anyone. Mm. And I don't know what possessed me or came over me at that time, but I told James and he was like, yeah, like uh, so we yeah. need to do this. So that was on a Saturday night and I couldn't stop thinking about it Sunday, Monday on my lunch break. I still couldn't stop thinking about it. So I called Monique on my lunch break and I was like, Mon, <laughs> this can't be a random idea that we have on yeah. a drunk night out. It has to be something that we put action to. Let's catch up tonight. Like, what time are you free? We need to talk about it. We need to run through, like, yeah. write some dot, dot points and, like, run through the business and plan. And I was like, oh, I finished tutoring at 9. He's like, 9.15, I'll be at your house. I was yeah. like, okay. I love yeah, yeah, the yeah. tenacity. So I rocked wow. up in hard boots and a jumper and James rocked up, like, pretty much dressed how he is now. Yeah, I was ready. <laughs> yeah, you're ready. Brief, briefcase, yeah, laptop. Like, ready to go. And I already had, like, <laughs> dot points listed, yeah. like, all right, name, like, what's the culture of our business going to be? Like, what do we want to stand for? All that sort of stuff. Mac- 
like conversation topic points. That was the only thing do. open. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in a Macca's, like I've got like the laptop out. We've like taken over a corner of Macca's. We're like, all right, these are the talking points of the meeting. And He was like, I'll just go order us something and I'll come back. And I'm looking <laughs> yeah, at yeah. the talking points. <laughs> no, but Mon was on a gym challenge. Gym so challenge I was like, I'm not eating thing. Macca's. I'll just have a tea. So I, like, I went okay. and ordered Mon a green tea and I'm having like a Big Mac, like, and just like my normal order. And I go up and my first talking point was we have to like talk about what the brand DNA is because it's really important to stand for something and, and have a, the right image. And I went away, ordered, came back, and Mon's like, that's the name. And I'm like, what do you mean that's the name? She's like, that's what we're going to be called, DNA. DNA and I distillery. said DNA distillery and James was like, we don't even have a distillery yet. I'm like, doesn't matter. That's our name. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. call, Mon. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. I, can I tell you, I love the name. Thank love you. the Thank name. You. It was like, one of the easiest decisions we've ever yeah. made. But it, it's it's such a it's so great on so many different levels. Yeah. You know, um, not only it talks about to me what it symbolically means for me, it's like I can relate to it yeah. as another Macedonian. Exactly. It's like yeah, that's in our DNA. Yeah, you know that drink is exactly. in our DNA, and, and I'm it. and uh, I'm so proud of that. Like you know, I can't imagine life without Arkea. Yeah, you know, yeah, as right. a Macedonian. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. know, I cannot imagine. It's like trying to imagine a life as a Macedonian without pipirki. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> that's peppers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah. You take the peppers out of the Macedonian cuisine, and it's like there's it's no, all over. There's nothing well, left. Like, it's all over. Every time there's a family gathering, like at Arkea is around. It's right. And it, without Akya, there's almost like no family. It's, it's, it's the yeah. connection. It's the glue between us. And so DNA really stood out not only because this recipe has been passed down for five generations, like through the DNA, but also we're cousins. Also, it's shared in all of our DNA, not yeah. just the Macedonians, the Croatians, the Serbians. They're all making rakia. Even if you're Italian, it's everyone. Yeah. Everyone has their own version exactly. of, of this drink, yes. you know. And and if we look at our ancestry going back millennia and all the wars and what have you, there was one thing that connected everyone, and that was a sip of rakia. Exactly. And even and uh, Macedonia still to this day has a, has a, a, a big um, Islam community but there were times during the year I remember when I was living there that they would have like a little bit of because uh, I know there's one way we used to drink it and my grandmother still drinks it this way is by warming it up with yeah. a bit of sugar during yeah. winter so it kind of was on the boundary of Alcohol because it's evaporated. We can have a but it was that kind of thing where um, you know all cultures that lived in the precinct would come together and go. Oh, someone's had a baby yeah. here. Let's have a sip yeah. on, on there. Yeah. It's celebrating yeah. celebrate all of it. life's occasions, whether you're commemorating or you know there's a bit of misery. It's how we come together, and that's, that's right. That's, that's right. what it represents. That togetherness as a community and as a family. And a culture, and that's really what we wanted to share and bottle, like that that feeling, that of, feeling, of love yeah. and and family, like. and that connection to the old country too. Yeah, I think yeah. we were talking earlier about your grandparents, and I, I didn't have grandparents that came here, but my husband had grandparents that came here, and and we were actually talking about it earlier about how they tried to keep the tradition and 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 what have you, and they did, you know, um, in, in their own little ways, um, but. Having a relative that would bring back Rakia from overseas yeah. was their connection. Yes. Yeah. Their connection to A, their culture and their connection to the people that they've left behind and the connection to the land as well. Yeah. So it had such a profound meaning um, for them, especially the first immigrants that came through back in the, the you know, the late 40s, early 50s. So I think you re um reinventing that if if you will, yeah. you know, and fine-tuning it yeah. Um, yeah. for a new generation. Yeah, it's and, been a perfect match. Oh, like it, our perfect. grandparents came here with nothing, um, typical immigrant story. They came here, worked in laborious jobs. Um, that's what was available. But they had the understanding that had been passed down to them of how to make rakia. So really, like, that's what they taught us and that's what we saw growing up, that, that skill that. set. They yeah. taught us to believe in ourselves, like to someone to be able to leave everything they've known in want for something more mm. and to always have faith in whatever you want to do. Like without that and without those lessons and learnings from them at a young age, we wouldn't have had the courage to do something like this, yeah. to leave our side hustles, our day jobs, whatever it is, and start something for ourselves that's a tribute to all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 um, 
And you're right in saying it is so courageous to to dive into something that realistically, talking to you now, none of you have got a background. Either of you, sorry, no. have got a background no, no. <laughs> in making alcohol. Neither have I. No, no. I wouldn't know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't. You, so you're in Maccas. You're yeah. munching on your Big Mac yeah, and, yeah. and what have you. You're sipping on your green tea and you're going, yeah. nah, DNA is the name. It captures yeah. everything. It's the essence of who yeah. we are. That's right. exactly Where right. do you go from there? Then we started a list. <laughs> we started like, a list. We, so I love a list. We, yeah. we realized like we didn't know what we were doing. Um, so we started a list of like wh- where can we learn these things. So we just started calling a whole bunch of distilleries in Sydney and um, from A to Z and just like, hey, this is us. This is what uh, we want to do. This is what we want to do. Um, our grandparents have this tradition of making rakia. We know you're making gin or whiskey or whatever they're making. Yeah. We would love to come in. Um, help you for free, almost like free interning. We just want to learn. We don't want to compete with you. We don't want to make a gin in the future. We want to do this and we just want to be immersed in the experience. We've got a passion for this. We really care. And um, can we learn? And then we got passed around and like we we found like the right people. And um, as an industry, the Australian distilling community is very supportive. Like there's only so many of us. We're a small bunch and everyone's excited. Yeah. Everyone's excited that we're doing something different. Yeah, yeah. And there was so much support for that, which we're very grateful for because if we didn't have that, there's no way we would have had a bottle or a winning bottle. Yeah, 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 yeah. For us, the brand was very strong and it's something we didn't really need help with. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, you always need help and we're very aware of that. We're young and we're naive and we know that we have a lot to learn. But, yeah, to come come into an industry where there's so much community support is beyond. Yeah, coming from our previous industries, I was in property and finance and Mm -hmm. on doing law. They're very... um, Competitive, it's very cutthroat. cutthroat. It's cutthroat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tall poppy syndrome and then, situation. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and then we came into the alcohol industry and Australian distilling, and we're like, "Hey guys, we we don't know what we're doing. Um, we want to like really learn as much as possible and and do it the right way and pay tribute to our family's recipe and heritage." And everyone just took us under their wing, and we're oh, like, "Come, bless. come, learn. This is what we do. This is how we do it. This is the equipment we use, and all this sort of stuff." So we were. Very fortunate to cut our learning have a passion, curve in half. Meet the right people, and yeah. um, th- there's hard work, and then there's luck, and I, I think we had a bit of both. Yeah. yeah, I think also though too, James, if I can say, you the fact that you've gone and you know you've humbled yourself and said, "Hey, I've really got no idea. I don't want to. I just really, I'm passionate about this, yeah. and I really want to learn." Yeah. I think that kind of allows. Um, yeah. distilleries to go, oh, wow, this is so refreshing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Come on board, mate. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I think that there's you something to be right said. People. There's yeah. something to be said about someone that goes, hey, I just, you know, and it's, oh, God, I wish there was more people out there like that that had that kind of attitude. It's, hey, I don't know anything about this, but I'm sorry you're going to learn because I love what you guys are doing. I yeah. just want to make my version of something that yeah. I reckon might be okay. Yeah. And there's something beautiful about that. And, you know, well done. Well done Thank for doing you. that. And well done, well done for actually going down that path because a lot of I was expecting you to say, uh, well, we got in touch with the distillery, we gave them the recipe, and the rest is history. Oh, but no. you've actually uh, gone no. in and, 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 yeah. and done we it in the true yeah. massive yeah. way. I want to yeah. know how it's made. <laughs> yeah, teach us how to do it. Yeah. Like, teach me how to do it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Early mornings, where, late nights. Yeah, yeah. We were it was good. on because we had our day jobs to fund all of this. And every night we were on a Zoom till like midnight, 1 a.m., just talking to each other, like, yeah. what do we have to do next? And it didn't feel like work. It still doesn't feel, feel like, like work. work. Like coming here, th- this is our work, talking to you about what we're doing. Like it it's was exciting. a lot of fun. It's exciting. We um, got to learn more about our culture and our family history also. And ourselves, I yeah. think, like the ability to really be able to push yourself and yeah. decide exactly, give up all control and say, I don't know what I'm doing. Help yeah. me. And yeah, I think yeah. it was good that we were making a physical product. We were both from service-based industries yeah. with a physical product. There's a set process. You, you have to do one thing before the other before you have an end product. Yeah. So uh, Mon coming from a law degree, very like process-driven, same in finance, like you're very process-driven. So, so like, our okay, to-do lists were always good. We had, we had amazing things to-do goals. lists that we were just working through and we're like, okay, well, if we do all these things, we're going to have an end product that is going to be marketable. So let's just like really nail down on all the things we have to do and do it to yeah. our best. And wherever we don't know how to do something that's a technical aspect, let's go find who knows how to do it the best and learn from them and yeah. bring that knowledge in-house. And yeah. we really just one step after another, put one foot in front of the other and we learned to it and yeah. There's still a lot to learn though. <laughs> oh, look, there's always a lot, you know, like, uh, you know, like I said, I'm ancient 
you know, <laughs> and I'm always learning, you know, and I always, I learn a lot from the young from the young kids that surround me because they're so much more savvier than me. And they, you know what, in a way they are more courageous because they're not afraid to go, you know what, I tried this and it was crap, but then I tried this and this really, really worked. And I yeah. think that's important too. Mm-hmm. But I'm intrigued to know, um, so you, what did, when you told your parents that you're making it Akira, <laughs> like what was that, what was, what was how did that oh, conversation no. go down? Shocked. No, uh, being a Macedonian yeah. parent yeah. and having two sons, if one of mine came home and said, I'm making raki, I'm like, you're on drugs. Yeah. What are you talking about? I came home from that night at Macca's and I was bouncing off the walls. Like, you know, when you have a conversation, it just gives you so much life and yeah, yeah, you're excited yeah. and I felt like I couldn't sleep for the best way. And James and I basically not just thought about what we needed to do in the immediate, but it was like, and then we're going to do this and this and this. And it was just this snowball effect of all the things we want to achieve with DNA. At yep. the beginning, the and energy was, was infectious. And yeah. I think they were happy that we were doing something that we had a passion for. And they never thought it would maybe happen. They thought maybe yeah. we'll do one batch and they'll they get over it. Was a hobby. Uh, yeah. So, My mom and dad were like, but what about law? I think at, towards the end of 2020, when we were start, like we were in the midst of it, mom was like, so you're going to apply for another law job? Like, <laughs> and I did, and I got it. Oh, and did you? Congratulations. No. <gasps> oh, you <laughs> said no. <laughs> I got the job, and then they were like asking me to start, and I was like, no. no. Mm. Yeah, I'm having way too much fun making this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I had like, we all have a different job that subsidizes this. We like to call this our very expensive hobby at the moment. Um, but yeah, and that was took courage too. And to be able to say to my parents, like, no, yeah. this is the path I'm going to go there's, down. There's a feeling from within where you know you have to do this. To, yeah. to not do it would be crazy. Yeah. And we really understood that from day one, from that meeting at Macca's. And actually, from when Monique told me about the idea, I'm like, this is something we have to do. Like it, it comes from within. It, it's well, not explain that to me. Like it's, when you it's say really that, something- to explain. Like we're both ultra logical, but there's something where when the idea formed, um, it was something that had to happen. We had to bring it to life. We had to share what we see as joy with yeah. everyone else and what we love and. It's our passion, and we we can't stop doing it. We're very much equal but opposites, and I think Which works if I in a didn't, business partnership, yeah, mm. if I didn't say it yeah. to James, imagine if I had said it to someone else, it might just still be an idea that yeah, yeah, hasn't yeah. come to fruition. So yeah, yeah, I think yeah. everything happens for a reason. Everything yeah. happens, and I think the timing was perfect. Yes. Yeah, the timing was perfect. We had time yeah. on our hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's amazing when you look at it now after listening to you guys. You know, it's like okay, well, you know, the law kind of didn't pan out as you'd planned originally. So then you're like, oh well, maybe I want to really do this because it's something that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And you probably never thought about Rakia as a, as a business thing. Never, never. Um, and then you've jumped on going, you know, actually this is, this, can, this has got legs. Yeah. 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 You know. Um, yeah. And he recognised it probably before I even did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it took me like a while of just like thinking through it because my relationship with Rakia was – my dad was Rakia, that is like 100%. <laughs> and like <laughs> metalated spirits. And, <laughs> it's yeah, <a> <laughs> yeah. Like that That was my initial relationship with it. But um, when you like zoom out and you see, well, the French have cognac and cognac mm. is just distilled wine. And there's mm. the bottle of Louis Thirteenth for like $10,000. Australia arguably has the best Shiraz in the world. Yeah, yeah and it does. And no one yeah, here yeah. is distilling it. And we've got this recipe that's been passed down from five generations and arguably the best wine in the world and the match is made in heaven. And so now that like, you put it that yeah. way, oh, my yeah. God, you're right. Yeah. But we hadn't, like, the more we started to look through everything in the archives because we were so clear in our branding, I was like, it's going to be old family photos. That's where we're going to start. Which I love. And love. when we found these photos, that's when we found out that our dedo was Distilling uh, it five yes, generations yeah. ago. Yeah, it five. wasn't something that we knew up front. So I feel like we've discovered so much about ourselves and our families and everything throughout the process. Yeah, we didn't know that our dead or which means grandfather, yeah. um, Naum from five generations ago. Naum's an Ochritsko name. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah no. they, they were, <laughs> and then he um, was known in the village for making the best rakia. Really? And, yeah, people would travel by foot just to like buy his rakia from other villages. And it was. What, what was the, it? Was it made from? Because um, I think traditionally it's either plum, yeah. or, um, yeah, plum gra- or, or grapes. grapes. Yes. Yeah, and then yeah. there's pear as well. So yeah. in that region where they were, there was a lot of grapes. So they traditionally made, made it from, from the grapes. grapes. And he was so famous for it. And we only realised this when we went through the archives that my dad's dad, my grandfather, for his wedding, walked 
two villages across, bought the rakia from my dead or from the other side of the family. Oh, my shared God. Order, yeah. yeah. And then came back and served it at his own wedding. Wow. So my two sides of the family it's before the it was even rakia, connected because yeah. wow. my mum and dad met here in Australia. Did they yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. So, wow. So, yeah, two sides of the family walked, bought the rakia, served it at his wedding. That was my grandfather. And then my parents met, and um, only we realized this when we went through the family when photos. And we started looking through and everything. And we said, oh, wow, so this guy story. from this side of the family made the rakia, and he looked at it, and he's like, I bought rakia from that guy for my wedding. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, what? Wow. Yeah. That's an incredible story. Yeah. What, a, what, a, what an exceptional yeah. historical journey yes. of how your families collided. Yeah. yeah. So how are you guys related? Just to on our mum's side. On your yeah. mum's side, My okay. On our mum's side. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So Dedo's been making this rakia for like well, yeah, he for learned it from his from his because yeah. that, that's and the thing with these recipes yeah. as well. Yeah. It's really. Like, it's, it really is passed down from generation to generation. Yes. I don't have anyone in my my, my grandfather, my late grandfather, my mother's side. He was a bit of a winemaker, mm-hmm. um, but we we don't have our like a traditional yeah mm-hmm. you know recipe like you guys. You guys obviously have, but we would have been the people that would have gone to the village to buy it and yeah. get the rakia from him. It's really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we want to be able to like continue that going forward. Um, we feel like rakia is really next for that renaissance. Gin has had it, as yeah. you've probably seen over the last 10, 20 years. Well, it's in every bar and tequila now too. And we've got great, we've got freaking hero gins here. In yeah. actual yeah. fact, here's a little fact for you. Not long ago we went to Four Pillars Gin Distillery. Yeah. yeah. Here in, in Melbourne, just um, I think it's oh, where is it? Uh, just Hillsville way, and we kind of we did a bit of a course on how the different gins are made and what have you. And one of the main ingredients in gin is juniper berries. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I am so proud to say that Four Pillar Gin uses Macedonian juniper berries. Yes. Yeah, and almost it, all distilleries around the world. Uh, almost all, which I had no idea. And yeah. I said we to the girl, "Why yeah. do you why do you use Macedonian? Like, can't you grow them here?" She said, "No." She goes, "We've tried." She said, "But given th- because they're grown in the wild mm. and the terrain and the mountains and the cl- um, the climate," she said, "It's just." They're just better. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So there's a little tr- uh, Macedonian traditional <laughs> kind of wild yeah. berry fact that's, <laughs> uh, you know, that's in our um, Aussie four pillars. But gin, gin, going back to the gin, gin's become like a big thing, but no one is doing rakia. Now yeah. you guys are. No yeah. I think there's one or two out. Yeah, they're, they're they're, no, as, one's, um, no one's solely focusing on the rakia. Yeah. No. yeah, some people are doing it here and there on, on the side, uh, but we, we wanted to just be true to our family recipe and only do rakia, only do it the way we were taught yeah. and um, There's just no use the best produce. Cause, aniseed or anything like that in ours, like it's a very traditional rakia. It's not yeah, a mastica yeah. this yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, want, we wanted no. the, the recipe to be like honourable and, and also the same way they made it in the village where the grapes they were using had no pesticides or herbicide yeah, spray yeah, on them. Yeah, yeah. So we so make we, sure that's that important we to source. the flavor. Yeah, exactly. We organic. make sure we source organic with no pesticides or herbicides sprayed on it. And it's harder to source. But you when you, you start with a better product, you end up with a better product. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it filters through everything, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. You can exactly. taste it at the end if uh, there 100%. is anything. Our yeah. first test test batch, we were actually gifted some really old wine just to see and practice and run the steel and work out what we were doing. And you could taste it at the end. So yeah. we're very, very pedantic there in how we source. There was a lot of research and development that went into, like, making the right batch, um, experimenting. Bottling the right batch. Yeah, the right batch. How do you go about doing that? Because you go, you, you, so you've gone to a couple of distilleries that have taken you under your wing and really supported you in this yeah. journey, right? Yeah. Um, and so you, you start to figure out, okay, how how it's the distilling yeah. process and yeah. obviously into the, I, the way they did it traditionally is very different to yeah. the way we do it now. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> right? So yeah. thanks, thank you technology and, and everything else um, and innovation. Um, it doesn't take as long to mm. create it as it would have back yeah. in the day. Um, so. I did read that you guys sold out when you did your yeah, first batch. Yeah, so we did a really small yeah. batch to begin yeah, with, yeah, just yeah. a sort of test batch. We had no idea whether people would be receptive yeah, or if yeah. anyone would care that we were making rakia. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, started our socials. We had 
I only really had Instagram and Facebook mm. and started slow and launched in December 2021, the 1st of December, yep. which just panned out that way, but it was a good date because now you can always remember it. Yeah. <laughs> and we sold out in less than three months. And then beyond that, That's crazy. a yeah. few months later, we've won double gold at the World Spirits Competition, which wow. was really exciting. Yeah. We had no idea what it meant at first. Yeah. Um, what does it mean? Well, <laughs> yeah, double gold is on a blind tasting panel. Blind tasting panel. Yeah. I know what that they means. Don't yeah. so they don't see your bottle they don't know or your the price dollar value. Point. They don't know where you're coming from. So you could have been that $10,000 bottle of cognac or you could have been us or you could have been some cheaper bottle. Um, so blind tasting panel, every single judge awarded it gold. So, yeah, wow. so not only did it win the category uh, unanimous gold across the blind tasting panel, so we won that for both our classic and our gold. Rock and here. then our gold went on to win best of class. So yeah. it was kind of like that validation. Not yeah. only your dither would have been so proud. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. They had no idea. And what, when, when you won, what was your what was your reaction? Were you like, no way? Like, we uh, didn't was, know how to react. Yeah, at we, first. We, we didn't know. Like, and when we started saying thanks, we started calling up all the people that helped us along the way. We said, guys, we just. Um, entered our first competition and won double gold. Thank you. And they really alerted us to the what fact that, that it meant. was a big deal. So we were talking to these distilleries that have been around for uh, uh, many years, and they're like, "Double gold, really?" In your first oh my year. God, in your first year, like we've yeah. been going for that for like thirty years, and we've never won that. We're like, "Oh, okay." Wow. Yeah. So it was exciting, um, and it was exactly yeah. that. It was you're on the right path. Yeah. You're this meant is to be working. Doing yeah. What you're yeah. Doing. yeah. Yeah, validation because when you produce something, you're biased. You think it tastes great. And, Not um, in our family yeah. and culture, though. Yeah, Everyone's like, like, oh, oh well, it's okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's okay. Good. It's all right. I, know. It's I, all love, right. I love it. Yeah, it's not as bad as we yeah, thought yeah, it would yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, how did you actually Oh, it's actually good. Yeah, we got a lot of that. Like, oh, yeah, it's actually all right. Yeah. But, yeah, getting that validation. We're so critical, aren't we? Definitely. If you can impress your own family, you're doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest spirits competition in the world to take that out in our first year um as that's epic yeah yeah epic. really like what we're like okay we're on the right path let's keep going like that just validates everything from a professional standpoint we already knew that in our heart we're going to keep going and like let's let's just like push yeah. this let's accelerate so yeah it's been that's- a crazy crazy journey up until now <laughs> wow and so during the process of obviously um, creating the product and creating the, your world-winning Rakia, um, in terms of you said when you went to the distilleries and they took you under your wing and you learned, what were some of the things that you didn't realise? Obviously you didn't know a lot because it was your first kind of thing, first kind of drink, alcoholic drink that you're making. Yeah. It's way out of your comfort zone. But when you actually started, how how far into the process did you realise, wow, this is like going to take a little time? <laughs> uh, we learned that pretty probably quickly. pretty, quick, pretty yeah. quickly because when we were learning from our grandfather, um, he was like, oh, you just do this and this and this and then it's done. But and he's like, and you wait. So and you wait. Yeah. He's yeah, like, you wait. You let it then just pour through and true. you bottle it up. And um, There's a lot of waiting that's, that's, and distilling. Yeah, that's and then you go to a distilling. A sense. Yeah. 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 yeah, you see all these big things and you yeah. know, it goes in one and then it goes in the other and then yeah. it goes in the other and, and then, then you're, you're like, what the hell? Rakia is a little and, bit more simple than yeah. other things because it's just – the one, like you're just you, distilling the one wine. You just wine. have to make sure the the parameters of everything that you're going through is like really like in check before before you start going. So you have to know the wine that you're you give it, you're getting um, the parameters of the wine, like the temperatures of where you're going to do it all at. And so there's a few like having advice things. from a winemaker is always really good because they know more about the wine yeah. than what we do, and even though we know how to distill it and the flavor that we want. It's good to get that reference and, you know, yeah. call on an expert when an expert is necessary. And every year wine is different. Like, yeah, it, depending on the climate. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have to make sure that we refine our distilling process based off the wine that we get and similar to what the winemakers do where they have a batch log of this year the harvest was like this and it resulted in wine tasting like this. We have the same on our website. So like, okay, Just this year we sourced the wine here. educate people that Rakia yeah. is something that's not going to be the same all the time. But yeah. that's the uniqueness of it yeah, as well exactly. because it is a product derived from natural and, as you said earlier, organic ingredients. Um, and so you do rely heavily on the climate and the environment. And if it's right, then fantastic. And sometimes it might be a dry summer yeah. or, a, you know, or a dry season or it might be 
quite wet, which will influence obviously the taste of the grape, the taste yeah. of yeah. the wine, That's the it. taste of the end product. That yeah. I care. It doesn't yeah. mean that it's it, it's just going to influence it. It's sometimes. Different. Do you know what I've had wine that's you know where where um. When you, I've had wine in restaurants where the um, sommelier will come out and say, oh, you know, this is a drop from this year and, you know, it was a bit of a dry, mm. you know, year but it's a, it's a really fine drop because it's got quite a woody taste. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And you taste and you're like, oh, wow, this actually tastes really good. And I've probably yeah. had that wine before but that particular one and then I'll go and try and find yes. that year, yeah. that bottle yeah. because, yeah, exactly. you know, it, it didn't happen to be the best the best environment for the grapes at mm. that year but, but the wine was yeah. Fantastic because yeah. it was a bit sweeter. Yeah. Because it was a bit drier. So yeah. all of that sort of Adakia stuff. Adakia this year actually is a little bit sweeter. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. 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 Was it yeah. a dry year this year? Yeah, a little Last bit. Last year? Yeah. 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 It was a bit dry, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Although they were We're drier than the previous ones because we had La Nina. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Rain and cold, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But so yeah, it always affects nice. it a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Um, it was now like, ooh. Through that, we, <laughs> yeah. we try it. We can smooth it out a bit with changing the distilling process to get a more consistent product. But there's always going to be, with the input changing a little bit, you're always going to have the output changing a little bit. Yeah. So the back of every bottle has a batch number, bottle number. And yeah. people can reference on our website, okay, this is where I'm getting the grapes from. This is what that year was like and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you've you've kept it really traditional by only having three core anakias. Yeah. yeah. We'd love yeah. to do a plum, yeah. but plums That's probably are next. Yeah, yeah. hard to find. So. Good plums are hard to find. Yeah. My, my dad's uncle had a plum orchard overseas and he used to make his own narakia from the plums. Yeah. Right. And it is it's a it's a very different very different flavor. But yeah, beautiful, mm. very beautiful. very very yeah. nice. But yeah, that's a. Would you ever like consider bringing the fruits from actual yeah. Macedonia yeah. here yeah, yeah. and that's, doing yeah. it that way? Yeah, ultimately, as we scale up, we want to be able to show the world that arakia is something that can be enjoyed from everywhere. So we want to do a batch from Macedonia. We want to do a batch like of wine sauce from like Bordeaux from France. We want to do some from Napa Valley, like. We want to be able to expand it to a point where what the wine industry is enjoying now, we want to show that this is a derivative of that and you can enjoy it the same way in a spirit. It can mirror it. Yeah. I have 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing about this particular spirit, it's so transferable as well because I noticed on your Insta you've got some – Freaking cracking recipes! Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I need to try that. And you've Delicious. canned it as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which I haven't tried the can. I'm eager yeah. to try the can. So what's in the can? Just the rakia and tonic. So rakia and tonic, it pretty simple. Yeah. Pretty simple. It starts out as our classic rakia. Yeah. So we wanted to show, obviously, gin and tonic is such a popular drink. We wanted to show how universal the rakia can be. The whole slogan yeah. is, "It's not a gin and tonic." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's not, but yeah. it's better. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. This is inferred, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the can range is really to show people like you can substitute out Akia for whatever you're drinking now and you're going to love it. Yeah. And it, it's going to be even better. It's a, it's a cool new twist to it. So the first few cans that we'll do will probably be touching on the classics, a gin and tonic, Akia and tonic, uh, scotch and coke, Akia and coke. So I've had Akia and coke. Yeah. The alcoholic that I am. No, really. <laughs> I have had rakia and coke, and it is actually yum. Yeah. 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 It is really. I haven't had rakia and gin and tonic, and when I saw that, I'm like, that actually could work, you yeah. know. Like, why haven't we done that? It's I'm sure someone's. Yeah. I'm sure someone has. Yeah. But why haven't we? I do like rakia and soda, like yeah. just to dilute it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, like that. That's my kind of go-to. I do like a clear spirit. Yeah. I must admit. Um, but you've got three core. So you've got Correct. your golden rakia, which is a very traditional one because yeah. I yeah. remember that as a kid growing up. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then you've got your white one, which is another one that's very yeah. traditional. Sorry, clear. Um, and then you've got one more. You've yeah. got a With pair as well. A pair. So the gold and the classic are both derived from the same thing. It's yep. distilled Shiraz. Yeah. Um, because we sold out so quickly, we then thought, okay, what else can we do? And we had access to fermenters, so we got some pear juice and did that because it's typically Bubba's yeah. favourite. So it's yeah. a little bit sweeter, a bit more fragrant, a bit yeah, more floral. Yeah, 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 yeah. We wanted it to kind of fit into the narrative. So everything we do, we do with purpose and it's like how does this fit into the story that we have to tell? Yeah. So yeah, the pear yeah. was... For our baba. Yeah, so the way the story goes is the granddad is making his own rakia from the excess wine that he's got left over and then the grandma is nagging him and saying, your stuff is too harsh, 
you make it too strong, make me something from the pears because the pear season is then after the grape season. After the yeah. grape season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you make something special for her and, like, that's really, like, what we wanted to do. So this is sort of, like, an arc on, like, our, our dedo's, like, recipe and all that and then the pear is, like, for a baba. For the baba, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, and you're right. I, I don't remember. I remember my grandma having a, a similar drink. And I, I'm not sure if it's made from pear. I think I feel like it is called Krushkovats. Yeah, yes, that's, that's exactly same. what that's it is. Is that, is yeah. that? Yes, what it is? That is, yeah. that is, what, that it is. is what it is. I yeah. wasn't sure whether yeah. it's where it's the same thing because I just always thought the Krushkovats was like a like a, like a like liqueur. Yeah. Where can people buy it? I know you the can easiest, buy it on your on your website. Yeah, the, the easiest place is on the website. We'll we'll send it straight to to anyone listening. So DNA Distillery um, But just um, ask your local bottle shop, and if they don't have it yet, um, tell them to get it in, and we'll we'll hit them up and yeah, make sure yeah, it's there. Yeah. We're small, but we're growing, and yeah, we yeah. love the ability to be able to pack everyone's order and see who orders, and when an order comes through, what did they pick, and yeah, yeah write handwritten notes and things like that because we're. No, it's so sweet. Know. I got mine today. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. I was so, and it is. It's really, really sweet, and I love the messaging in your box from Thank our you. families to yours. Yeah. Yeah. it's re- it's so endearing. I think that's so it's so true to who you two are as as individuals, you know, and it's really, really lovely. It's easy to make the right choice when you're guided by your values in that way. Yeah, yeah. 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 What was the hardest thing you learned creating Rakia? Patience. Yeah, patience. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. probably uh, with Rakia you can only produce it once a year because you have to wait for the wine harvest. Um, So by the time we came up with the idea and all of that, um, we had to almost wait a whole year for the wine harvest to come around. And yeah. not only that, um, liquor licensing and council approvals yeah. to start a distillery where they think <laughs> it's just going to where they think they think gonna explode. blow up because it's all flammable. And um, so trying to explain council, to them it's just a kettle. Count, count, <laughs> council approval, liquor licensing, um, upskilling from not being in the industry to going full on having your own distillery like you have to go from zero to 100 like very quickly um so upskilling um patience of waiting for the next year to be able to produce our first batch yeah, yeah. that, that and, did, he, yeah. i did I, I didn't think about that but you're right All yeah. Of it, yeah. yeah that's why we when we sold out so quickly it was like we have to wait now yeah. what do we do wow and how do we keep people interested yeah. Wow. But sourcing sourcing um, grapes or, or wine from north, yeah, would so that we, be an yeah. option? Yeah, so we, that's what we want to do. Uh, we want to be able to source from around Australia, like where it matures at different points. So, yeah, 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 so you kind of got north. yeah, exactly all year round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you've so got, we've you've been got doing more. bigger batches as well. Like we, from our first batch, it was 5,000 litres and then we did 25,000 litres. So. Wow, that's yeah. a huge jump. Yeah. yeah. That's so a massive jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've just been rolling everything into the next batch, next batch, and just, yeah. Still growing. So. Have you yeah. sent some overseas? Yeah. We have it. just just for competitions, um, not for yeah sales. We haven't yet. exported yet. Yeah. What yeah. about to your family over? Do you have any yeah, family overseas? Yeah, yeah. 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 Send some to them. Yeah, they love it. The the empty bottle is sitting up on like the, on shelf. the shelf. Yeah, Bless. yeah, yeah. yeah. Even some of my uncles like bought bottles in the first batches and they're like, oh, we're not opening those ones because the first batches were all handwritten as well. Yeah. The numbering. Yeah. That is so nice. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. So cool. They're like this. This is going to mean something one day. We have it to will. Save it. Do you know what? They're 100% right. It's yeah. going to be those bottles that you keep that have been had that first batch that as every alcohol, the longer it sits, the better it gets yeah. as long as you keep it in the right yeah. <laughs> temperature, yeah, in the exactly. right yeah. <laughs> dark. Yeah. Is it dark or darkness? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, that's 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 so cute. So there are, there are plans to expand overseas. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and definitely. That's really what we want to push into because everyone knows um, the Australian wine industry. Um has a, a premium like perception around mm. the world and this is just a distilled version of that so really want to push into export um show everyone what we've got here and that, that education got piece overseas yeah. as well like yeah. this is an australian product australia makes some of the best products in the world yeah. when it comes to food and wine yeah. or food and beverage in general we yeah. actually do i had i recently had a podcast with um pimp my salad uh, founder and she went on a she went to a fair in london where they were kind of showcasing obviously their their mm. products and other people's products and she said you know what we've got some of the most amazing growers um and agriculture in australia yeah. and and good quality food in comparison to the rest of the world and other 
other other brands that were there at this show in London were saying the same thing about our product. So it's really encouraging and, and really yeah, awesome definitely. to know that producing anything in this country with the the, the food with the fruits or veggies or whatever it is, yeah. food wise, um, it's guaranteed to be a fantastic product yeah. and an yeah. exceptional in terms of quality and everything definitely. else. Um, so. Where you're you're wanting to expand the market, go overseas, work on perhaps a new some new kind of arakia formulations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're never gonna have more than yeah, four we're, core products. Hopefully. Four core products. Yeah. So you'll four have five. Yeah, so yeah. We've got three it's just, now. There's, there's only, two that we're toying. So we went to a toy. You're toying with the plum. Yeah, yeah. The, the plum would have to most likely be the next one. That's the next oh, traditional to, yeah. one. The plum, <laughs> the grape and the pear, they're the three biggest yeah, 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 in, in the yeah, world. Yeah. And then um, there might be a rotating like special release of something that will come, come in and out. Found some. Yeah, yeah. like an exclusive, yeah. like a, yeah, yeah. a, what do you call it, like a limited edition. Yeah. Exactly, like yeah. a limited edition thing that pops in and out every now and then and we might do it once a year and then next year is something different. But the core range will always be the core Akia products. And that's the great why our label is yeah. always going to be the same. Like we wanted to create something and create it once, make sure it's distinct, people can recognise it and then not change it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, would you do yeah. collaborations with other yeah. with other brands? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, we're always up for collaborations, yeah. Oh, that's good. So what brings you to Melbourne today, other than yeah. me? <laughs> <laughs> We've actually got a party uh, at the Golden Fleece Hotel um, around the corner from Around the corner yeah. from here. Yeah. We yeah. love the Golden Fleece. The yeah. food is exceptional. They've got this yeah. and they're actually wonderful guys. They're really, yeah. really yeah. good. Yeah. They're, they're amazing nice. people. They reached out to us and um, they've got a whole Mediterranean-themed uh, venue there for anyone that doesn't know. Definitely check it out. Uh, and they reached out to us and they said what you guys are doing is really like relates to what the, the environment that they're setting in their place. It's yeah, all yeah. Mediterranean yeah. style. It looks like Santorini with the carved. It does. Really loved it yeah. does. Yeah. It does look like Santorini. Like yeah. we had did we have Christmas there, Leigh, a couple of years ago? We had Christmas and I, and I said to the girls, um, their lawyers behind me. I said, "Oh my god, it's like I felt like I was in Greece because yeah. it was a hot day, and yeah. we were, yeah. you know, there was cactuses, and it's all white. Like yeah. for a moment, all you see is white and the blue sky, and you were like, I could be in Greece right now. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I could literally be. It's in an Greece. amazing it's venue. Great. So, and and it's perfect for both of us. Like, yeah, the the DNA style of being a spirit from that area, and they're they're serving spirits from that area, and they just reached out and said." Come by. They loved our party. brand, and yeah. like yeah. it's good to be able to meet with like-minded people. And then you know 100%. you put your brand out there, and they go, "I love your brand." You're like, "That's great!" Like you're getting the message from the very first second. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, do you know what? It, it's hard not to get the message. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, like I, I, you, I would look at that, and anyone from the Balkan regions would look at that and go, and just the, the image on the front of the bottle with yeah. the man and the hanky. Yeah. Well, the man's actually made there though. Oh, yeah. is yeah. it really? So we used a collage style to have a little bit of everything. So the more we did research as well, we actually found out not only are the poppies Australian, but they're a reference to the Macedonian emblem they as are. well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We've got the beautiful church. We've got the coins, the doily. And, yeah, that's my dad. The doily. In his 30s or 40s in the first house that they ever moved to in Australian Cogra and oh. dancing in the backyard. So he passed. So it's a... Yeah, it's a tribute to him and his legacy and the courage he gave us to do whatever it is that we want to do. So yeah, yeah no, yeah. that is so it's so cool. It's so cool, and I love that you kept the that you kept that kind of those traditional aspects of the culture, and it, yeah. it, it's synonymous with who you, who we are. We we're talking yeah. about it earlier. Just kind of, you know, having references to that also embeds in in future generations that have been brought up here or anywhere in the world for that matter, but not in message that kind of who we are as people and yeah. you know. And that how much pride. we want to share yeah. our life and our and our good moments yeah. and great moments and sometimes even our sad moments. We want to share them together with everyone. It. And it's 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 really, really it's gorgeous. I love it. I can't wait to try it. Yeah. How do you drink your orakia? Like, which one's your favorite, I should ask? Oh, it changes. <laughs> it changes depending on the season. Yeah. <laughs> if I can't be bothered making a cocktail, which yeah. is most of the time for me, I'll go with the gold rakia, just on ice. I'm going to try this life. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if I'm being a bit more adventurous and in a cocktail fashion, then I'll definitely go with the classic. It's much easier to mix up in a more versatile spirit because that'll mix into anything that's got a vodka cocktail or a gin, or a gin cocktail, like a clear spirit cocktail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Let me smell because you know what? I remember my dad was smelling the rakia. Mm. 
And that smells good. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay, I'm excited. He's like, yeah. Jivali or Nazravia? Nazravia. And cheers. Cheers. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. That's damn good, Rakia. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that is, Leighton, this is like super smooth. Yeah. Thank you. Super smooth. I'm not. An alcohol connoisseur by nice stretch of the imagination. <laughs> but I have had really good rakia uh, in the past from relatives that have either made it or have brought it down from overseas. Um, and this is one fine, smooth rakia. Yeah, we it went through a lot of experimentation to get to that. Um, so Keep doing whatever you're doing because yeah. it's working. We had and to that was get our biggest custom, fear yeah. as well. We didn't want to create something that was harsh or hard to drink or it's anything. It's not harsh like at that. all. Yeah. It's yeah. not harsh at all. Yeah. You drink some premium vodkas and you're like, oh, afterwards or whatever it might be. So, yeah. and the aftertaste is is quite sweet. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. not not in a overbearing not a way. way. Yeah, not in a sickly way. It's like you get to you get to experience all the flavors. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's beautiful. And even Absolutely though you don't beautiful. call yourself an alcohol connoisseur, women are typically better because they've got better sense of smell, smell and taste. Smell and taste, and yeah, yeah. And so you could call yourself one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it really is. I, I just wish I could. I wish everyone could try it because you can't capture it in terms of trying to verbalize the flavor and the mm. taste. But anyone that appreciates a nice bottle of um, of alcohol, especially a spirit like this, would taste this and go, yeah, this is good. I now know yeah. why you won the blind test. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because yeah. if there was a lineup of rakia mm. and well, it, it, you end up in another category as well. Yeah, so we're that oh, really? Yeah, yeah we're competing against everything. Yeah. Everything was that it just, doesn't was fit it, into gin, vodka so or So if you're not in a defined oh, really? class, yeah, there's an other class. So we, we were in that. So we're competing if with. If we were filling out the application, James did that one. No, yeah, it was it's like, good well, having a partner because you'd yeah. be like, I don't want to do that. You yeah, can, do, you can like, do that. Yeah, yeah, so we're in the other category. So we're competing with pretty much everything. Yeah. Anything and everything. Yeah. Anything and everything. So it wasn't just specifically rakia. No. That you're, oh, no, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, okay. Because yeah. I, in my mind, because I don't know anything, and excuse my ignorance of this, I don't mean to. In my mind, when you said blind testing, I thought, oh, it obviously, are the genes or clear spirited types, tequilas mm -hmm. and, yeah. and vodkas, and yeah, so it's so a blind tasting. There's a different category. Yeah. So each of those have their own category. So if it's a big spirit range like tequila, yeah, yeah, the tequilas are all grouped together, and then they're awarded. And then if it's a whiskey, they're all together, and then they're awarded. So then there's a category pretty much it's like other so something yeah, yeah, that yeah. doesn't specifically fit there then that goes into those categories but but then again there's only like bronze silver and gold double gold is, itself is not an award it's only awarded if it's deserved and if it's unanimous across all yeah. of the judges so now yeah. that you've explained the scope yeah that is quite legendary your first batch too. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. We went on and each year we try and enter to see what each batch is going to get and what's going to happen. And we've entered probably five or six competitions now yeah, and, and always, been awarded yeah, at each. Yeah, yeah, been, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And we were, someone told us, we haven't done the history on this, so it's not correct. Like, don't, don't hold me to it. <laughs> but the only other uh, Australian alcohol company that won double gold in their first batch was Four Pillars, actually. So well, yeah. they have. Yeah. I don't, I'm not. I'm not sure. I know they've won a lot of awards. Yeah. you know, yeah. uh, and they do do an incredible product. They do yeah. in yeah. their first year, though. So that was kind of yeah. When I someone said that to us, we're like, ooh, oh, is that big. where we're heading? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what where you want to head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're great guys. The guys yeah. that started that, yeah. they're phenomenal. They're you yeah. know, um, in terms of how they came up with this, with the gin and yeah. the whole concept, mm. it's really incredible. And it's one of my favorite gins. Yeah, you know, like I will seek it out if I'm out. Yeah. Um, and and but now I'm going to seek out rakia. Yeah. So do you have rakia on your menu? I can't eat here. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need. Yeah, Everywhere yeah. Everywhere we go, we're like, can we please order some rakia from DNA Distillery? Like, do you know what? We're like, what do you mean you don't have that? That's actually a that's actually a good, <laughs> a good marketing <laughs> technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the beginning, we were just selling through our website, and obviously we weren't known. We didn't come from the industry, so we didn't have contacts that we could really push on, and um, we just popped our website up, um, did, did that, produced it. And then people started talking. They're like, I tried this. It's good. 
and then I try this. I There's try a few this. moments. Yeah. Like I was in an Uber once with my friends going to dinner and I was sitting in the back and this guy was asking us all what we do and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, yeah, I tried this at Akia the other day and my friend's eyes lit up. And she's like, really? Where's it from? And he's like, yeah, this DNA distillery thing. And she's like, the girl in the back. And oh, like, that's, yeah. so, that's so, how cool yeah. is that when that yeah. happens? Don't you love that? It's happened a few yeah. times to yeah. us. And that's, you just feel like, oh, wow. Or even an opportunity like this where someone actually wants to hear our story. It's I think Very, it's because yeah. I think it's important. People need to understand the connection that you're not just there to make another spirit. Yeah. It's, it's so much it's more than that. Doing it. That's yeah. right, it's yeah. so much more than that. There's so much love and um, and integrity that goes behind. Yeah. These, yeah. Even you know? every social media post, like James is always on my back. He's like, post more, and I'm like, no, but I want to post what I want to post yeah. and what's true They're to who we are. They're all our family are. photos that yeah. our my grandparents have Oh, please don't change that. Ever. Like my I said to you, my uncle are all over it. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm famous. Yeah. And then his daughter actually messaged me and she was like, is this my dad? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, we actually have a lot of people um, send us a DM and they're like, that photo in the background dancing, that was my grandfather. Like, Well, my yeah. husband, he's going to hate me for sharing this, but I'm <laughs> going to share it anyway. My husband used to play in a Macedonian band and in oh. one of the photos on your Instagram really? account, he goes, that's Voyor, that's Goran on the clarinet and there's Igni in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all of them. Such a small world. Like we did this. And I'm like, really? Show me. And so we're zooming in on the foot. I'm like, where are you? He goes, I don't know. Maybe I got up to to go to the bathroom. (laughs) It was hilarious. And then my father-in-law jumped on your Instagram because we were talking about it. I was saying to you, we were talking about it yesterday, and they were really excited about it. Like, oh, you're gonna try it? I'm like, yeah, I'm totally gonna try. You gotta tell us what it's like. It's gotta be good. And um, and then he was on there going, oh, that's such and such, and this is that person. And I'm like, it's such a small community. I'm like, these guys are in Sydney. It's like, yeah, but we lived in Sydney for so many years, you know. So it is a small community and it's a gorgeous community. And and I love the fact that you're keeping the tradition in the DNA of the Rakia. I think it's it's super, super cool. Um, And more of that. Yeah. Totally more of that. I just want to say thank you so much for coming to see me today. Thank I'm you. so, so, so proud um, of both your accomplishments um, and and the product that you've created, but um, even more chuffed at the idea that you've brought so much of the past and repackaged it and reformulated into something as exquisite as this, um, as, as the Rakia. So for those of you that haven't tried it, get onto it (laughs) or just come past the office. I'm happy to to have another shot with you. Um, And for those of you that want to buy it, jump on to um, www.dnadistillery.com. Or jump onto the Casper Magazine website and read about yeah, the Q&A the uh, on the Q&A that we've had uh, with, with um, Monique and James and, and uh, that talk us through the process of, of how it's made and all the infos there, including their Instagram. What is your Instagram account? Just DNA, DNA Distillery. distillery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's actually really cool. It's really retro and it's really cool and I love it. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for having us. It's been a pleasure it's been telling the story. Pleasure. Thank yes. you. No, I love it. Yay! <laughs> that was good. That is some seriously good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>